0: Boom, boom, boom! There it is!
1: Bada bing, bada boom, boom. boom. all right. Ladies, it's time to the the fire. All right, all you business (laughs) pros, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in those podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at Business Bros Pod. That side, right there. Boom. We're so excited, so honored to bring yet another incredible guest onto the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today is someone who can help people achieve goals they would otherwise have thought Only a Dream. Through his background in education and financial services and planning, our guest is passionate about helping people improve their credit and finances. Our guest doesn't mess around. The financial well-being of his clients is his number one priority, and he loves to guide others toward achieving their financial goals through life insurance protection, investments, tax strategies, and risk retirement and estate planning. They say the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, and the second best time is today. The same is true about your financial future. Tune in today to learn how our guest is helping his clients grow their retirement trees and how you can use those strategies in your life as well. Joining us today from Virtuity, financial planners, financial partners, welcome to the show, Mike Hernandez.
2: And it is Tuesday and we are ready to rock and
0: roll here on the Business awesome. Pros podcast. Mike, welcome to the program, my friend. Are you ready to uh tell us all about who you are and what you do to to be of service to others?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm here to, you know, inspire others and uh, share some of my knowledge and some of uh my experience and uh, you know, hopefully inspire some of you guys to, you know, make some financial changes for the better and yeah. uh, you know, help you with your financial well-being.
0: All right, So financial industry, that is a broad stroke, dude. There's so many different uh, aspects when it comes to the financial industry. Tell me about what you do specifically and how you're helping people.
3: Yeah. But first of all, before I do that, I also want to thank you guys for having me on the show. I'm your guys' show on and off, and you know it's always uh, uh, inspiring to learn from other entrepreneurs out there. So I wanted to thank you. I'm super grateful to you know have you guys reach out to me and have me on the show. So I encourage other you know business owners to also uh, click on the link, follow you guys, uh, you know, so they can also learn from others. So as a community, you know, we only become stronger, right? So absolutely. Thank you for that. I love that. So
1: I
0: yeah.
3: was going for
1: that one too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank
3: you. I appreciate that. Uh, I love I love the little snippet intros uh, right there. So thank you. Uh, so like yeah, finan- financial industry is is such a broad uh, topic, you know. And and wanted to share a little bit about my story about how I came across this industry. Um, you know, initially when I started uh, fresh out of college, uh, working in you know the car industry. Uh, as you know, car financing is probably your second biggest purchase you're ever going to make in your life, next to you know buying a home. And uh, I saw a lot of people with a lot of credit card debt getting, you know, overcharged with a high interest rate, you know, on their car because of of just being in debt or having bad credit. And so uh, my cousin and I, we both actually have a, a background in the car industry. He also owned his own dealership. And, you know, he started uh, in the credit industry helping people fix their credit. And I joined him seven years ago. And, uh, you know, that was a, such a a eye-opening experience to be able to learn how credit works, how a lot of these banks take advantage of folks uh, because they see them as a higher risk. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand, you know, how credit and money works because they don't teach this in school. Uh, They say statistically, um, well, they say that 17 out of the 50 States only teach financial uh, education in, in high school. And a lot of these States don't. And so I feel like a lot of people, you know, need that, that uh, extra education when it comes to financial literacy and uh, understanding how money, you know, uh, works so that they can have an advantage, right? And so I learned that early on uh, through the credit consulting uh, world. And that got me uh, also exposed to the other side, which is the financial planning, financial, uh, you know, insurance and, and protection and stuff like that. So. That's um, a that's a I, crazy story, yeah. man.
0: To to go from you know when people go out to buy a car, it's funny because the financing, the way it's sold to you is like, do you make three hundred dollars a week? Then <laughs> come on in and and you know yeah. come get a car. And it's almost like they're yeah. giving it away to everybody because honestly, they they kind of are, right? I mean, essentially, if you default, they're gonna take the car back, turn around, clean it up, and resell right. it at a profit, anyways. So it's it's right. uh, it's not as big a risk to the uh, to the car dealership. But when you're sitting down and talking numbers with people uh, you're almost the enemy in that situation. Like I remember, you know, my dad, my dad's a super <laughs> nice guy. but When he walked into a car dealership, I mean, he flipped the switch and all of a sudden he was something else. Oh yeah. I uh, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how, right? how do you go from, from, you know, being the finance guy at a car dealership to switching over and now you're working with credit repair and trying to help people out?
3: Yeah. So, you know, uh, going into this field, um, uh, you know, the business is a lot of it. There's a lot of laws and, and a lot of uh, understanding how, uh, you know, the Fair Credit Reporting Act works. And, and, you know, my cousin's the one that actually, like, had all the books and he did all the research and all the knowledge. And he, and he built, you know, uh, a plan, a foundation on, on how to help, you know, people repair their credit, but oftentimes also settling their debt. You know, credit repair is not something that just... Your, your hand and debt disappears now there's actually you know steps involved in with fixing your credit and, and it's not a something that gets done over overnight it takes you know sometimes a couple months to fix someone's credit uh, helping them settle some of their debt and, and you know I've had uh, experiences with clients that um, you know they had a lot of credit card debt it was very recent and we were able to you know uh, settle some of these debts for a fraction of what they owe and uh, be able to uh, share with them um, you know, some strategies on how to build their credit, but at the same time, give them the education that they need uh, so that they don't get back into debt. You know, helping them with mm-hmm. some tools like budgeting, helping them with some tools about like, you know, proper uh, money management, how much is uh, the income and, and the expenses and cash flow. And, you know, credit, if I didn't give them this education and I only fix their credit, the following year they're going to be back into debt and back being another uh, you know a client again so i felt that you know giving people education as an educator uh, i felt that you know that was going to make the biggest difference in their life is now giving them the tools so that they can move ahead you know and like you're
0: work- you're working with people in-, in a level and with a specific niche here where they're going to be eternally grateful. They're going to be able to buy that car. They're going to be able to buy that house that they want to do. Oftentimes what happens is they don't get that education in school and then they go out and they find themselves in a big hole and they don't know how to get out of that hole. And what you're describing is they're in the hole. You tell them, Hey, you're in a hole. And uh, the first thing you need to do is stop digging, but uh, they don't always, (laughs) they don't always uh, stop digging first. They, they, they find their way they get a rope, you get them out. But then, then lo and behold, they're back in that, that debt hole uh, what happens afterwards? So now you got a client that you've educated them, you've gotten them out of their hole, and now they're on their way to maybe buying a car, maybe buying a house, whatever it is. Uh, what else are you doing for these people? Or, or are you sticking to that niche?
3: So, uh, that, that's a very great question. Uh, that, that's one of the niches that we work in is, uh, you know, working with realtors, lenders, uh, car dealerships, And, uh, you know, ideally, I I like to help families, uh, families that, you know, want to uh, become homeowners um, and and help them with also planning for their future. You know, helping them understand that uh, if they don't have a 401k plan offered at at their work, uh, that, you know, we can also help them with setting up a, a, a retirement plan, whether it's a Roth IRA, IRA, or a tax advantage account through life insurance. Uh, We have different options based on, you know, what clients' needs are. And uh, my ideal goal is to also help them with, uh, you know, if they have kids, uh, a plan for, you know, their college, uh, like a 529 plan uh, or an index plan that that they can start off, you know, when that kid is is young and start setting, putting some money aside uh, so that they can, you know, have some money, you know, ready for when they're ready to go to college. Um, One of the things that I I really stress before you know, before we jump on the other thing, is is under, having them understand the basic financial principles like the rule of 72, the 50, 20, 30, and in that order, uh, 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 you know, always having a percentage of their money goes towards something that's gonna grow later because I, I make them understand the effects of compounding interest over time. And especially when you have someone who's young, especially the millennials right now graduating from college, is if, if they have a job and they're able to start putting a hundred bucks away a month you know that that amount of money can tremendously grow uh, by the time that they they retire and so through the use of some of my software's and and you know stuff that we have uh, we are able to show projections and give the clients that peace of mind uh, that you know we can either grow their money in, in a variable account or in an index account uh, we have different options available for so the
0: licensing on that is a uh, life insurance license and probably some series six, series seven type licensing for some of the, uh, for some of the index stuff, right? Some of the stuff that's, that's variable
3: yeah. in the market, correct? Uh-huh.
2: What, about, uh-huh, what, the about on
0: the, what about on the PNC side when it comes to insurance? Are you guys doing anything on that side?
3: Uh, you know, we do have a uh, company called Bolt Insurance that they're a brokerage firm that works with companies like Safeco, uh, Hartford, and various other insurance companies they do auto home and business what i do with them uh, with clients when i sit down with them is i take a look at what they currently have you know how much they're paying and maybe there's a way that we can save them you know uh, some money on that too so
0: that, no that's genius dude and the reason i yeah. ask again is cuz
3: well, that's you,
0: you what you're doing right now in in the financial industry is the ideal client that we look for so in, in other words uh, mm-hmm. for for James yeah. and I on on our on our side of business we're in the insurance industry right so our ideal client our is someone like business. you uh, that that mm-hmm. uh, what what did you say it's At our side business <laughs> our side business no I, I i meant side on you know cuz cuz we're on the business right but but our main thing right our main thing is is on that pnc side and we're always looking for people like yourself uh, that have that that uh, ability to talk to clients that have that book of business But are leaving money on the table because they're not taking advantage of that PNC side. And we want to come in and and effectively help them add insurance. So the the fact that you're working with somebody is already a plus because you're you're a, you're giving your clients the opportunity to find another avenue of income, right? Saving money is the same as earning some more money. If you can apply that to a debt, you can apply that to a savings plan, you can apply that to a, a life policy. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's all good, right? You're helping them uh, achieve the goal that they want to achieve. And I'll give you another one yeah. that uh, that I, I used to used to run by, and maybe you can do this with uh, some tax professionals. But uh, when when you're looking at somebody's stuff and you look at their tax return and they have a refund, Oftentimes, we can adjust oh, yeah. their W-4 to find some of that money, rather than waiting at the end of the year to get it. We can get on a on a check-by-check basis, and then use some of those funds, allocate them to whatever we need to in their specific plan. Yes,
3: yeah, so that's a, that's a really great point. Uh, that's something that I usually have them consult with their uh, either tax consultant or their CPA, so that they can you know accurately document whatever number they need on their w-4 but that's that's a way to find an extra two to three hundred sometimes four hundred dollars a month uh just right there by making that adjustment and uh, uh you know one of the um quick tips i wanted to mention uh going back to the car insurance is a lot of folks with this pandemic they've been mostly working from home so they haven't been really driving as much so it's a good idea to call your insurance company and, and get uh, an adjustment on the amount of miles you drive in, you'll probably see an extra 50 to a hundred dollars in savings uh, a month. If you have a couple cars, you know, so take advantage of that as well.
0: Yeah, no. And, and, and it, the strategy that you're using there is, is not a very complicated one. You're, the the clients that you're talking to already trust you like uh-huh. the hardest thing yeah. that i've noticed when talking to to clients is to get them to uh to talk about uh, their wallet right it, it's like it's like that yeah. that skeleton in the closet like don't look yeah. at my bank account and all my transactions wants, you're going to you're going to know me on a money. different level <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah. you've already established that right that's this, that's the cool thing about being a tax professional that's the cool thing about working on people's credit it's like yo the, whatever you're hiding back there we got to bring it all to light and now that you know once right. that happens you you've opened up that vulnerability channel you're like look I, you know i've been in this situation myself let me show you how we we're able to get the, you know get myself out of it or how i got another client out of it it opens up that vulnerability channel so Definitely. once once you have opened that uh, in, in my experience, and I'm wondering if it's in your experience as well, in my experience, those people tend to come to me for a lot of things. And a lot of things that maybe I'm not licensed to do or I'm not uh, uh-huh. a, a professional in, but they come to me and ask first. What's been your experience yeah. when working with clients when it comes to their wallets? Uh, h- what, what kind of experience have you had in uh, referrals or what they come ask you questions for?
3: Yeah, some of the questions uh, they ask me about is, like, for example, I had a client who, you know, he works in a pretty dangerous industry, um, you know, having to be up on uh, uh, trees and tree trimming and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, some people are skeptical about like life insurance with living benefits or disability insurance. They think it's not gonna happen to them. But, you know, um, I actually have an uncle, family member of mine who in January, uh, he was trimming a, a, a bush and he accidentally fell and uh, you know, he was hospitalized for about a month and a half. His bills were like, you know, 300,000 and, and it was crazy. He, he could have died, you know, and um, you know, disability insurance is just one of those insurances that would pay, you know, in case uh, uh, something catastrophic like that would happen. It would, you know, pay for your living expenses and possible medical bills. And so, you know, some people are skeptical about it. But when I tell them the story of like, look, this is something that you never know when something could happen, you could be involved in a car accident, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the policies that we offer, uh, life insurance with living benefits can cover like some of these chronic critical terminal illnesses, where you don't necessarily have to, you know, uh, pass away to, to take advantage of the, of the, uh, the, the uh, face amount of the all. So, you know, that brings a, about another, you know, topic is like, hey, you're, you're paying for protection, protection of loss of income, especially if you're the breadwinner, you're, you're a homeowner, you have kids. Uh, you know, we got to think about like the family, like what's what's important. And, you know, everybody has car insurance. Everybody has sometimes even phone insurance. Right. And uh, but they don't have insurance on their life on them on their on themselves and on their income. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an important topic to, you know, bring about.
0: This is the other side of it. Uh, you know, and here's, here's another thing about disability insurance. Some employers will offer it for you, right? They'll, they'll provide yeah. the disability coverage for you. Now, here's the downside to that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and check with your taxpayer. They'll tell you the same thing. If your employer is paying for your disability insurance, when you collect that disability check, it is taxable. However, if oh, wow. you pay for <laughs> yeah. your disability insurance and you collect that money, it is not taxable because you paid the you're paying for the policy premium. So it is in your best interest to have it, especially if you're in that situation. Because once once something does happen, you know, because we're human, we are not invincible. Uh, we can't fly, you speak know, like the speed of the light. Like speak yeah, speak for yourself. Exactly, I'm not Superman. Uh, you can't stop. Ain't no thing like me. except me. Okay, maybe (laughs) Rocky. But the point is, eventually we're going to get older. Eventually our bodies are going to start to give out. We can fall and get hurt. My mom, for example, perfect example. She works Mm -hmm. at – I mean she she, uh, donates her time at the food bank all the time, literally just carrying a box to put in a car, falls and breaks her knee. Right, and oh, like wow. now all of a sudden yeah. you're you're immobile. If you're climbing trees yeah. for a living, you can't do that anymore, right? If you're if you're <laughs> yeah. giving, you know, you're out delivering mail all day, you can't do that anymore. So you know now you're in a situation where your income drops. Hopefully, you had some sort of disability that comes in, and if your employer paid for it, at least you got disability coming in. But you're gonna pay Uncle Sam. You paid for it. Yeah. And now you got that disability coming in, and and you're not you're not being uh, hit with income tax on that. So you know a little a little helpful hint.
3: all right oh yeah definitely
0: yeah so let me uh let me shift a little bit here so um you've been in this in this space for for a few years now um what do you see as far as your future is concerned like how are you growing your business and where do you want to take it
3: yeah so um currently i i'm studying for these uh series six 63 65 licenses and i feel that that's just a, a, another tool on my belt that i'm going to be able to help uh you know more clients uh, especially business owners uh that that have you know more assets uh, and and want to you know invest their money into these variable accounts um you know have a greater earning potential and so what i see especially with the latino community especially with uh you know i i come from an on, uh family of entrepreneurs so i know a lot of uh, our latinos uh brothers and sisters out there also you know, entrepreneurs themselves. And, and I feel like that um, the industry, you know, is is underserved, like there's a, there's a huge need out there for people like us that, that can help and educate, you know, a lot of business owners and to help them with, you know, growing their money and, and taking advantage of all, all the, uh, you know, the, the things that are out there. Uh, one thing that, you know, I wish that somebody would have reached out to my father many years ago is, is to help them, you know, put money away into an account that that can, you know, grow uh, without risk of loss, like in an index account. And, uh, you know, I was able to open up a a few of these accounts for some clients. And, you know, now they're like, wow, um, I just earned, you know, 7% on on my account, something that me having this money sitting in the bank wouldn't have earned anything, you know, And, and so, you know, it's gratifying to see that, you know, now I'm showing clients how, you know, money works and how I can help them, you know, grow their money. Um, just, you know, giving, uh, somebody an example of like, Hey, uh, based on the rule of 72, if I'm able to help you earn an average rate of 7%, you know, I can have your money double every 10 years. I mean, you know, if someone is 30 years old with let's say $10,000, I mean, how many more doubles do you have in your lifetime by 65, you have a pretty good chunk of change in there, uh, saved. So. You know and that's a, that's powerful
0: yeah. especially for for uh for the the end client right but yeah. i'm going to i like i like the concept of income and and you know helping people save and and earn more right i i love that concept I, so i'm going to shift yeah. it a little bit from the client <clears throat> to you the entrepreneur you're getting your Series uh-huh. Six, Series Sixty Five, uh, Series Sixty Three, Series Seven. So, in other words, you're you're shifting, going from life products, moving into assets under management. And there's a big right. reason why you're taking yeah. a shift in that direction. Uh, and it has to do with the way we earn money in that space. So on the life insurance product, for those of you who are not life licensed, uh, those are huge commission checks. Think of a real estate transaction. You make a sale, you do a a 401k rollover, you open an IRA, you, whatever it is that you're doing, there is a, there is a one-time commission and you're set. That's it. It's done. That transaction's pretty much over unless they roll over to something else later down the road uh, or, or whatnot. Right? So that's the life insurance side. Uh, on the PNC side, this is the property and casualty side. This is also the reason why the series six, uh, and, and assets under management is so important is because of the residual that happens afterwards. So, uh, and, and, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but once you have assets under management, now what you're doing is you're saying, look, I want you to invest money into these particular, you know, you can go Vanguard, you can go, you know, uh, ING, wherever you want to go, put money wherever you want to put it. And you, as the, as the, um, as the fiduciary are controlling where these investments go for the clients and earning a percentage of, of whatever the portfolio is, right? And it works right. the same way on the PNC side, ladies and gentlemen. As long as you maintain clients and they stay with you, they pay their bills, all of a sudden you're getting paid year over year. So, you know, when I was, when, you know, my, my favorite thing is to let's find another income stream for people, right? Like that's super right. awesome for me. So now that you're growing your business, now that you're kind of moving on, what are your, what are your targets? What are you looking to do uh, as far as your business growth model for, uh, for the new licenses?
3: Yeah. So one, one of the, um, you know, things I learned a lot at, at, in my previous uh, uh, work and this was had to do with prospecting, right? Prospecting, talking to business owners. Uh, I, I'm a very outgoing out on the field type of person. I, I love talking to people, uh, you know, out on the field and, and, I'm not so much of a of stay at the office all day. And so one of my strengths is, you know, just jiving with people, get, building that relationship, relating to them uh, and, and so on. And so what I see with the way that <clears throat> the country is also moving is that uh, with the SECURE Act, they're implementing, uh, you know, mandates on 401k plans uh, for small business owners. Uh, with COVID, things kind of got pushed a little bit, but uh, in a way, I guess that's kind of good because uh, this, this is a license I've been wanting to get for a while. And, you know, there's a lot of material I've got to study. So um, I see that my, my targets are small business owners, five employees or more, uh, you know, your, your local mechanic shops or your local, uh, you know, uh, bakeries, home health agencies, uh, your your local, you know, restaurants and stuff like that. that have employees and they want to keep them there long term as an incentive to offer your employees a 401k plan. And uh, that that's also assets under management. You know, um, if you're able to pick up a couple of those and, you know, have a couple million dollars of assets over management, keep in mind, they also will grow as long as they're, they're your clients, they will grow over time and your commission, your residual will also grow, uh, as long as you you also do good by them. And so, um, I see that there's a huge market for that and, and, and that, you know, we'll be able to capitalize by, by working closely with CPAs and accountants and, and, uh, folks that, that need that type of help and assistance, uh, to, to, you know, or, or you will get the government, uh, 401k plan that's not so good. So no, yeah. it's ideal. Yeah. It's ideal that they work Social with Security. a professional, uh, cause I'll be able to offer like Fidelity, Voya, some of the A rated companies out there to get them set up.
0: Well, let, let me ask you about the, uh about your your biggest struggles here in this uh, in this space. So uh, most people you, you talked about going out and and you know hitting the pavement, talking to people, driving with people, getting to know people and, and shaking hands. Right now, COVID's hit. I mean, there ain't yeah. no shaking yeah. hands, there's no hugs anymore. Right. I miss hugs, hugs are cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh so so what kind of hiccups are you seeing in your business right now? And what kind of hiccups do you see uh once you get your license to growth? And what do you think you can do to overcome them?
3: I think some of the uh, hiccups that, that have definitely uh, allowed me to grow during this pandemic is, you know, getting used to the social media, the LinkedIn, the messaging people, the following up with people. Uh, sometimes people aren't so responsive. so you have to follow up with them often on social media because sometimes your messages get pushed down. So you have to be constantly, you know, uh, in their face. And so, so that's, that's taken a little bit, you know, to get used to, but uh, I feel that, you know, with all the different platforms that we have out there uh you know instagram linkedin facebook you know i'm leveraging more of that um more and more so now especially because that's something that's gonna it's gonna either make you or break you you know during during this time i i noticed that people are developing their brand they're developing their their name they're getting their name out there they're constantly you know um stories and and sharing you know some of their life and stuff like that but at the same time they're sharing their business and uh i feel that that's helped me with uh you know getting more business on the book totally
0: does man it totally does establishing yeah. yourself as a as a reputable brand and what you do so that it's just it you know marketing 101 right get in front of people and tell them what it is right. you do so whether it's yeah. whether it's you know posting stuff on social media whether it's shaking hands whether it's handing out a business card it's all one and the same. We're doing the same thing: prospect, 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 and never ends. Uh, Fanatical prospecting by Jet Blood is one of the good books that I, I love to that I've I've read in the past. And it's, I mean, it's it's you prospecting 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop being as, afraid of calling yourself a salesperson. Stop being afraid yeah. of communicating with the people around you, letting them know know what it is you do. You and I are Mexican, dude. So you know, there's a lot of times that you know I have a large family, and I don't know what everyone in my family does for. I know what industry roughly they do. But I don't know what they do mainly because nobody yeah. talks about it at the house, right? Nobody talks about work, right. they don't talk about their finances, like, those are taboo, t- taboo <laughs> subjects. Uh, right. so you know, you have to kind of educate them, educate yourself to be able to get them in a position where they open up. So, speaking of education and uh, and mentoring, who do you look up to? And you know, what aside from obviously the studying you're doing right now, uh, you know, what what books, mentors, podcasts do you listen to or read uh, to help you kind of keep your focus, your mindset on uh, on being productive and helping others?
3: You know, one of the uh, most recent uh, uh, YouTubers out there, Alex Becker. Uh, he's one of, one of the guys that, uh, I looked up to, um, just because of, of how he breaks things down to, you know, one of the things that, that, um, that I had to kind of do to help me with, uh, focusing and studying is just, you know, get rid of a lot of the notifications on your phone. Right. And, and some of those things, uh, sometimes can be super distracting. And so, you know, limiting your, your cell phone, uh, I guess like browsing social media, yeah. usage and just putting that aside and getting to you know the, the hour of power of just focusing knocking out you know some of the toughest work that you have to yep. get out um i've also listened to ed Milette who's who's one of our mm-hmm. uh you know guys from our company he's a, a pretty big uh out there in the, in the social media in the speaking world um i've seen him a couple times i uh, you know i have had a couple of my um partners also see him and and you know get inspired by his message and uh uh, just our, our mentors within our company, we have a, a, a you know, Hannah Hornstein is, is one of uh, our mentors in our company. She's the founder of Virtuity Financial Partners, uh, partnered up with also with the NFL alumni uh, here in Southern California, who, you know, we also try to mentor and help out uh, other um, other folks, other athletes. Also Shakira Singh, who who is also part of our company, uh, she wrote a, a book uh, called "Not Another Broke Athlete," and I think that you know, with all these mentors, we we closely align with. Hey, you know, um, finance doesn't just hit the the folks that are poor, but it also hits the people that are wealthy, like you know, athletes and and folks that you know come up with a, a lot of money, and and because of they lack a lot of the financial guidance or the financial experts to help them. Um, you know, I, I've learned through through the experience and knowledge that you know, if you want to be successful, you got to have uh three good things you got to have a good lawyer, a good CPA, and a good financial advisor. And you know, having those three people on your team is going to make for you to have a, you know, a very uh, strong uh foundation as well.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, uh thank you for coming on the show and sharing uh, a lot of what you what thank you got going on, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been uh quite eye-opening. I love talking. I mean, you're working ideally in the industry that that we're looking for, yeah. so you know, I speak the same language as you do. I want—I <laughs> have the same passion to help as many people as you do. Uh, my my aspect, my approach is a little bit different. Uh, you're going after the end consumer. I'm going after the people like you. So I'm going to invite you and and any other uh, in, independent agents out there who are in the financial industry. Maybe you have a tax office. Maybe you have. Uh, maybe you have a, a financial like a mortgage or you're, uh, you're a registered investment advisor whatever it is uh, I implore you I urge you to add property and casualty into your business and I know it's fearful I don't know what to do I don't know where to go that's where we come in literally yeah. you can go to pipelineinsurance.com slash agent opportunities we can teach you how to effectively add insurance into your business uh, ladies and gents give me a quick follow if you can at business bros pod and you can connect with me directly if you have questions I'd love to sit down do a 15 minute call with you kind of assess where you're at and see what we can do to help you out businessbros.biz slash all right ladies and gents mike again thank you very much for coming on the show appreciate thank you taking the time you. ladies and gents we'll see you again manana tomorrow right, wednesday guys, hump, day. hump day bye mike have a good one
3: yep all right take care all right guys
2: thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income